Hello. Hello. There's too many men, too many men. There's more girls though. We need some more girls in it. That means we've got a man with us today. Ew, ick. A big, strong, well. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's just start the episode because I'm too excited. Ladies and gentlemen, please be upstanding and welcome the Unfiltered Bride podcast. Tips from the top table and beyond. So you know it's going to be juicy. You'll never guess who sponsors the podcast again. It's got to be our favourites, Crafty Lab. If you're an avid listener, you'll know that they are the home of the viral wedding newspapers that I had at my wedding. But we wanted to tell you even more about them, so let's do some quick fire tips. Yes, okay, go. You can fully personalise your newspapers. It's not a template. Each newspaper is completely different and you can write whatever you want, so it's all about you. You can use them anywhere from ceremony chairs to wedding breakfast tables. Roll them up with string, choose a booklet option or leave them flat. They all look bougie they can be fun and functional crosswords order a service and taxi numbers and all those tips i give on tiktok think irish goodbyes meet the wedding party your love story anything and everything printed in classic black and white or color there's loads of options to make sure they fit your wedding aesthetic it's easy they basically do it all for you and i am 100 certain that your guests are gonna love it so make sure you get your order in now don't forget to use the code unfiltered for 10 percent discount too so ladies and gentlemen Boys and girls. Boys and girls. Please be upstanding. It is my honour to introduce the man, the myth, the legend, my husband, Brian. (laughs) Hi, guys. Hello. It's um, weird being on this side of the production. You've gone all professional again. It's been your dream though, hasn't it? (laughs) It has been my dream, yeah. Brian has begged every single day since we started. Please let me on. Please, girls, please. Everyone in the comments keeps asking for it. They love me. Going to inject some professionalism to this podcast. Boring. (laughs) Boring. (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, people have actually been begging you to come on. Have they? Yeah, yeah. Well, one person asked one time. (laughs) Maybe she. (laughs) That was it. Fake account. (laughs) But in all seriousness, we have got loads of questions and we want your groom perspective on getting married. Honest. Yes. All we want is honesty. I I promise, I promise on here to not get... No, Brownie promise. I solemnly swear (laughs) that I will not get mad at Brian for anything he says on this podcast outside these hours so i can say you can say anything okay unfiltered unfiltered i might have a go at you on the episode but when we leave here we're back it's like it never happened (gasps) disclaimer this is going to be juicy so where do you want to start i feel like i need to start wait i was going to let bright start by telling people about you like what you do i feel like you talk about me enough on this. i know but tell everyone so have your own chance to say this isn't an interview no but like a bit about like Where's the personality, Brian? I know. <sighs> Brian, you're my only friend. <laughs> I want to make the TikTok where it says, Brian, you're my only friend. Um, yeah. Look, you took your sweet ass time proposing to Georgie. Oh, that's a good question. You've so, got to make sure you're ready. Do you, you know, sure you're ready. from a guy's perspective... Don't give me that shit. Shh. Sorry. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, let's start there. That's probably a good place to start. I used to hate marriage. Oh, wow. <laughs> so when we, when we first got together for the first... Eight years, maybe. I was really anti-marriage. I feel like I'm going to cry on this episode. <laughs> but why? Um, I think it stemmed because I, used to, I was like a staunch atheist. I used to be really against God. Not that I'm religious now, but I used to put them in the same bucket. Marriage was the same as religion. So Cue like, the hate comments. <laughs> so like, what, in my mind, I was like, what, marriage is what? Like we've been together for, at the time, six or seven years. We have a house, we have a child. 
What's the point? Marriage is literally just a piece of paper. And, and then, we argued about it. Can I just say that? Like, I didn't yeah. just sit there all placid, like, okay, no problem. I, like, let me And it's go. not because I, I I'd always thought I would get married, but it was never a priority for me. Mm. Like, it was never, I never thought, oh, actually, yeah, you know, I, there was nothing that was going to happen that I, in my mind, that was going to make me do it. And because Georgie kept saying, when are we going to get married? I used to, we used to, I mean, you've said this before, but I used to always say, every time you ask me about marriage, it adds another six months onto when I'm going to propose. And that was just this my- This is why it took so long then, yeah. <laughs> but that was just my my way of delaying it because I just thought- Fun fact, what? Georgie actually proposed to herself at the end and just got Brian stage. I think that's what a lot of guys, to be honest, it was an immature mindset. I think a lot of guys that, are, that do say those things is because they're just too immature to accept the commitment of marriage. Because even though it seems, I minimized it by saying it's nothing, but actually as soon as I realized it is an important thing to do, He's so cute, isn't he? Dig at Jack there. No, but yeah. he can have Jack, say, you're too immature. This episode is de- dedicated to, to Jack. Jack <laughs> but you are right because it was totally, it was an immature thing. As in... But it I wasn't also, because I was immature because I was quite a mature No, person. you were immature about My view marriage. on relationships because my parents split up. My, we've talked about this quite a lot. My view of marriage is always people always end up breaking up for whatever reason. So mm. what's the point in committing fully? Even though I never really said that, that's, that is what it was. Did you feel a lot of pressure from not just Georgie, but outsiders, like family, friends? Yeah, but it all came from Georgie's pressure. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, sorry, should I not be honest? No, you can be honest, <laughs> but I'm going to be honest back is that you get to a certain wait, wait, wait. age. Don't, you don't need to shout. Yeah, okay. The microphone's right in front okay, of you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Need, don't need to shout at Brian. He's okay. in the same I'm room. I'm the producer and the editor, so I'm trying to do this <laughs> oh, all at the same time. Out, then. Do what you want. Um, that's not entirely fair because everybody in my family, everybody asks everybody when you get to a certain age, and especially because Agree. we've been together for so long and we had a child and we had a house, even if I wasn't going on at you, everybody else would have been. So I would like you to retract that statement, please. Did you no. feel pressure from Georgie's job and the industry? Yeah, because marriage is in the forefront of conversations for work and stuff like that. Yeah, it was. But I think that made it more of a reason not to because we both worked weird hours. And mm-hmm. it was kind of, I don't know, it was always an excuse, I think. It was because we didn't work this. We've never had a nine to five lifestyle of like we had evenings off the typical sort of couple, I'd imagine. So I think we... Uh, we always, I don't know. I think in your mind, you had this vision of what was going to be. And I think that's the difference between stereotypically men and women is guys tend not to think about this stuff unless they have a role model dad or mum that instills that from a young age, mm-hmm. which I didn't have, like that it was important to get married. My view of marriage is always negative. So unless somebody exposed, like you exposed to that sort of stuff, it was never a priority to me. Yeah. So yeah. even when we were together and I wanted to be with you forever, that was never... That's not the only reason as well, though. Money was also a massive reason. Yeah. But it was also an excuse. Oh. And I think it's an excuse. Like, and it wasn't, it wasn't a conscious excuse. Like, I look back now and you think, yeah, okay, now because we could afford it and stuff. But beforehand, that's just another financial... I mean, I'm sure we'll get into money and, and, and marriage and stuff, but... That is always an excuse for a lot of guys that say, oh, it's money, money, money. I think that is just a forefront. Like, you, yeah, I got most people have the money to spend on something else. Yeah. Like if we're talking about marriage or you can just do it for, you know, 500 quid at a registry office and just have a party. Mm. If, if marriage is the important part, which is what I always said to you, um, the party wasn't really important to me, which it then did become important to me. Now that I'm married, I look back in hindsight, actually it is quite important. But at the time it wasn't. I think a lot of guys that 
are too scared to commit, which I think is a lot, a lot of it. But is it too scared to commit? Yeah, I think because it is. we've been together, but we've been together forever. Yeah, but a lot of it just happened because we were together. We bought a house really young, so we were kind of just thrown into the deep end. <laughs> well, we were, and then and then we had a child which we didn't plan. So from my perspective, it was just kind of we just went along with it. So marriage for me was the first time where I was like, a choice. I've yeah, mm. this wasn't you. You have no control, even though you thought you did <laughs> for ten years. You had no control over. So for me, me doing that was like, yeah, okay, cool, hundred percent committed. Not that I wasn't, I didn't feel hundred percent committed before. That was a right. A, we're committed. At what point did you decide that you were going to propose? It coincided with me sorting out my money shit. And, but, but but at but what point? A, what was the trigger in your head? Did I just look really pretty one day, and you thought, "Yeah, I'm going to marry her." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's the one. Yeah, for she's real. Real. She's definitely on. the one for me. No, but what was it? There must have been a moment. There, where wasn't, you a, there wasn't a pivotal was moment. Was there like a penny drop and be like, "Right, I need to." Like, when did you think I need Ready. to speak to Holly about rings? Uh. I think COVID, I think changed, it changed my life. Yeah. Like not to try and make this a deep, <laughs> but like it changed my life financially, even spiritually. I'm not even spiritual, but like it made me view religion differently. It made me view family differently. So I kind of, I became a different person. I'm sure Georgia will agree from COVID. I, my, I just different mentally, yeah. mentally grew up in pretty yeah. much every aspect of my life. Well, in that time you, in the last, what, three years, you've also quit your job started businesses changed your whole financial situation yeah. got married so everything. i don't think there was one thing i think all of that together made me go oh actually marriage is important so i need to set the steps we have um goals that we write every year so on our phone it's got a little goals thing was yours marriage every year for the last 10 yeah. years <laughs> well to be but also at christmas every year we write down, so when we put away our Christmas decorations, we write our future selves a letter and we put it in with that. So when we take our Christmas decorations out, we read it all of the time. Mine was like, are you engaged yet? Oh. I know, it's really sad when I look back at it because you were a bit of a dick for not proposing. But, so what would you say? No, wait, wait, I was going on the goal. So on his goals, oh. so I never looked. No! I had to propose. Yay! How cute is that? Well, awkward if you fucking didn't. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, That's was... cute. So it was on your radar. Wait, so, wait. So that must have I've been... I've got so many questions. <laughs> that must have been 20... It must have been in your 2020 goals. Which, oh, I love which that. we wrote in January 2020 and you proposed in December 2020. Fuck me. Yeah. yeah. So, you so, like, shit, the letter's coming up. I need to propose. <laughs> so it was important, it was important to me. Literally last day of the year. <laughs> if, anyone, if, if, I mean, you know, you've talked about why well, I talk about money and stuff like that, but it's really important to me to not be in debt. So for me, the big, a big part of it was for me to get your engagement ring coincide with me getting out of debt. So... When I, and I, and you didn't, you weren't aware of me being in debt, which I don't recommend, but <laughs> <laughs> you weren't aware that I- Highly I, don't recommend that. I got myself into it. So I wanted to get myself out of it. And that coincided with, okay, well, I need to get your ring at the same time. And I'm not going to put it on a credit card. So I had to kind of do it all at the same time without you knowing. Mm. Um, yeah, because you, pr prior to that, you were really shit with money. So I always said that I would know because it would come out of like our joint money, yeah. which it didn't. So well done, kudos. Yeah, so it, 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 for me, proposing was all, it all came from the same growing up stage of my life, which was COVID. Nice. Does that make you feel proud? Yeah. yeah. I am very proud of you. You so, were a child before. But now, but now that I can, now that I'm on the other end of that, when I talk to people who, who are in a similar situation to what I was in, it's really clear that they're just talking shit. They're just making excuses. Yeah. Like, 
And I think a lot of it, again, not to get deep, but a lot of it is to do with the lack of religion. And, and we're not religious. We no, didn't have a religious say, ceremony. We've never been religious. But I, but I think the breakdown of religion in the country is the reason why there's so many non-married people that get to 10 years like mm -hmm. we did. If we were religious, we would have got married earlier. I think actually our relationship may have been stronger earlier if we were married earlier. I would have been, because I was against it, mm. we didn't. But if we had done, I mean, not to say that we haven't got an amazing life now. Would you feel any different now we're married? Yeah, a little bit. Do you? No. Fuck's sake, all of that for nothing, Brian. No, but but I knew <laughs> yeah. it but I knew it was for nothing. As in hold on. Wait, wait. It was I, all for nothing. Yeah, but I was hit, committed hit, from the start. What's when, the point in this podcast? No, wait, I'll tell you. Because we had a child I was committed from the moment we had a child. You clearly weren't from your story that you've just told. What, and the marriage is the commitment. No, 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 no. You said you weren't you didn't you didn't propose until you were like agreeing to commitment. Yeah. Whereas I agreed to commitment the day that I agree to have your child yeah but it's not that literal because obviously i did agree to commit no i, I know but commit, that's, I that's where my that's why my the marriage bit to me doesn't feel hugely different. marriage to me was bigger than a child Fuck and buying off. a house yeah it was, it was. then having a child yeah. maybe this is where we differ mine was mine was because i think it's easy I to have a child and I, just be able to walk away or, yeah, or be didn't. like but i feel like i grew up the day i had a child you grew up the day you proposed there we go Look there you that. go this so, is very deep. Yeah, I was going to say, it's sort of a deep question. It's like a counselling okay. session. Um, so what do you recommend for people uh, like me um, who mm. are in a relationship, bought a house together. Might have mm -hmm. a dog. Have a dog together. And mm -hmm. for him, mm -hmm. buying the house is a big. If my name was Jack. Yeah, if yeah. my name was Jack, who, who can afford a wedding. But also can afford a ring. Mm -hmm. But for him, the financial, the biggest commitment for him was us buying a house together because yeah. he thinks finances are, that's but like- you've done that now. Yeah, we've done that. But, but also, there's still no fucking ring. No, but you also, do you want kids first? Do you want to buy a house? Like people are in that situation. Yeah, yeah, but like for me, we want kids, yeah. But like- I just happily be engaged for a bit, you know? Yeah. Like what is, for me, being, getting engaged, like that's a commitment to be like, I'm going to marry you. I also wonder if the, how long you've been together, because the only reason we got to 10 years is because we met when we were 18. Mm -hmm. If, there's no way if I met you when I was 25, I would have let you wait 10 years before we got married. Yeah. I, feel, I would have I hear that, yeah. I would have full on ultimatum. Like, what age would you get to before yeah. you were like seriously? But ultima now ultimatums don't work. I mean, they don't they work. They do for women, not though, we'll, Yeah, but we'll leave. Not effectively. You, a guy can't be. No, we won't. A guy can't. <laughs> a guy can't be bullied into it because if he is, it's not going to last. See, but, see, I think this is the problem. He's very stubborn, yeah. and he's like, the more people ask me, the more you talk about it, the less I'm going to do it. Is that an excuse? I I, th I think. <laughs> yeah. I is think he going to propose? <laughs> I think as soon as you make it as to it's for us it was a taboo subject for such a long period mm. of time we would if we spoke about it it ended in an argument yeah yeah fair fair fair, fair. and yeah. that's not to say a woman shouldn't be like oh i, I want to get married i think as soon as it, i think an ultimatum from my perspective would have pushed me away no because, if you said to me you need to do it by then I'd there's be like, no way well, and why, this what is, are you gonna do and this exactly. take my kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i will but this is and genuinely no shade to people that get married when they're older. But because we'd been together since 18, there was no way that I was going to be waiting until I was 35 to get married. Yeah. Which, which is where I would have where, absolutely Where in hindsight, it. we should have communicated more about it in a way that didn't end up in an argument. I know that's easier said than done, but we should have found a way to sit down and have you a growing conversation. You promised me that when our daughter started school, we would all have the same surname. Did I promise you, you or did you say lied. that needs to happen? No, you and then lied, I went, Brian. Yeah, yeah, look, I'll do that. <laughs> Maybe it's good to do, like, you know, you do your goals and what you write. Maybe it's like, again, we've had this 
from this conversation, it's very clear that people's priorities are very different of what's first, a house, house yeah. child, child thing, yeah. marriage, yeah. and like work it out that way because- Because you said you wish we were married before we had Isla, whereas yeah. I don't. But again, if again, that, again, that Isla, comes- Like let's scrap Isla out the picture and you two are dating and you would have probably been like house, marriage, kids. Uh, probably. Dep- again, depends on the age. The age you were at. Yeah. Like, would you we have did, picked to we have did house over a marriage at that age before? Like, I know you can't, it's hard to say. We're only it's saying so it now say. because it's, it's been so that hard way. to say yeah. because you can't uh, imagine not if, like if, that. If, if, if I could have the perfect way, I would have said get married first. Yeah. But we would have ended up being married at 22. So? But that's too young for me. Yeah, but you're, yeah, but you you're, you're only, it you're up. just basing it on your life now. <laughs> like, I don't know about you, yeah, but I I'm know. feeling 22. No, I just think Anyway, sometimes. the moral of the story is, for a guy's perspective, they need to do some soul so searching. So what are we supposed to do? What's Beth supposed to try, try, commu- try and communicate and, and, and work out together if marriage is a priority. And then, I don't know, have a conversation about, I, I don't, as soon as you say it needs to be done by this time, you become this but little, you, you become this needy no, woman who's desperate to get I married. Shall I tell you why? <laughs> is that me? Okay. Yeah. Is that yeah. me? No, but because for a man, there is no internal clock whatsoever. For women, it's difficult to get pregnant after, I don't know, what is it, 35? Yeah, I agree with you. So, so if you want to get married before that, wait, wait, then there shout- is a, because I'm so mad for everybody else. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I do agree with you. But when you say that we, we should just sit back and just wait. I didn't say sit back and wait. I said, you need to have, a, you need to be able to communicate with your partner in a way that you're like, okay, do our goals align? Because it, 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 for us, the reason why we're better in a relationship now and why life is better for both of us, whether it's financially, job, whatever, is because we have goals together. Mm-hmm. We sat down and went, right, this is what this is the future we want together. How are we going to map that out? And if marriage fits within that for people, which it generally will do, then that's what happens. This episode is really stressing me out because I go from really hating him to really fancying him again. Like mm-hmm. I'm back and back and down. Yeah, but we, we never did that. <laughs> up up until three, four years ago, we never sat down and went, right, financial. I mean, I know I'm biased to talk about money all the time, but I think that's a huge part of uh, potential marriage for a lot of people. Yeah. Even people who look on the surface like they got money, their m- money is an issue in the back of their mind going, oh my God, this wedding's going to cost 30, 40 grand. I can't afford it. So majority of people listening to this podcast are engaged. Yes. Yeah. So buying the ring, was there pressure on how much you spent due to like society and what women think you should, typically women think you should spend yeah i think so i didn't want to get a shit ring obviously Thank but like, it, it, for <laughs> i me, mean everyone's I, gonna be looking at georgie's <laughs> ring so i was in a unique perspective of georgie had a mate who has a jewelry business and i could have got it cheaper than the average person bargain and Thanks, also holly. and also she could design the ring for her so i couldn't really have gone wrong if yeah. it was the wrong ring it was holly's fault not mine <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was in a unique position but if i wasn't in that position i would have felt the pressure way more mm-hmm. and i probably would have gone would you an have extra couple of grand max or at least a grand more just to be safe because there'd be nothing worse i would have felt awkward about giving you a ring and like i would have been obvious on your face that it was, it was a shit ring so what about women what if i didn't like ignore the fact that it's holly and that she knew exactly what i wanted what how would you feel if i didn't like the ring and i said to you i don't like it would you rather us tell you or would you rather not know or and, and at what point should we tell you <laughs> Like not straight not when, you down when you're on the, on the knee. knee. It would have made me feel shit because I would because I spent months saving up for it, planning oh. it, hiding it, and then to give it to you, it's quite a big moment. Obviously, basically, don't be a bitch. For you to then be like, oh, I don't really like it. 
Okay, cool. Like, or at least pretend from a from a woman's perspective. At least. So we pretend for a bit, and then a few months later, we say, "Look." Yeah, but again, it comes down to communication. How are you going to approach that subject? Mm. If you make it obvious in your face when you propose, then yeah, you're a bit. I don't think. I don't. Th- <laughs> I don't think anybody would say as they propose, "I don't like that ring." But I do. I do definitely know of women that have had a ring, and then because this ring is like forever, that I that they have then said, "Do you mind if I make some alterations to it?" Yeah, I'm not against that. But I think it, yeah. But then there's some people who propose that ring and then go and get a ring together. And I'm not against that either. Yeah, all right. Would you be mad if Jack did that? Mm, What? Give you a stand-in ring and then said we're going ring shopping. I, he knows what ring I want. Fine, okay. But I think a guy- I've made it pretty fucking goddamn (laughs) obvious. I think the optimal is a guy guy picks a ring based on what he knows that she likes and then then does it. Puts her own spin on it. Yeah. Okay, so- we're engaged. No, wait, I want to go back a tiny bit. Who did you tell <gasps> that you were proposing? Good question. Just Isla. Uh, How the fuck did Isla keep that secret? I think it was just Isla. Yeah, impressed. I don't think I, I didn't tell her. No, you told my dad. Your, yeah, but that was like five days before. Your kid can keep a secret from you. She can. She's, uh, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Isla knew when I got the ring. So it was like three months, bef- two, three months before maybe. And then... Uh, it hurts my heart. Yeah, and then I asked your dad on Christmas. So you, you day, didn't tell Hannah. Christmas Day. You I must think have told her. Hannah because she came. Yeah, and Hannah. Yeah, it would have been Hannah as well. Yeah. Wait, wait, I need to know how you asked her dad. I know. I know. Actually, Hannah knew quite early on because I sent her. There was two options for rings, and I said, I said to her, "Which one do you think?" Can I see the other one? No. <laughs> what was the other one like? It was pretty similar. Without the diamonds around. It was the pretty edge. similar. But I just said to her, just like... Wait, what were their reactions? They're like, oh my God! Well, you just text Hannah a picture of two rings. I can't, I can't remember whether I told her in person or on... We need on to know WhatsApp. this. I need to know word for word what was said. She might she might have known first, actually. Oh. Mm. So Holly knew first first. Yeah. Then Hannah. Yeah. Then Isla. Yeah. Then, then my dad. dad. So four. And then my dad sold his wife. <laughs> Five. He's a dickhead. Okay, tell yeah. us about my dad. Tell us, tell us about Isla. Uh, when they, I, I showed her when the ring got delivered. I How said, did the ring get delivered? Didn't you meet Holly in a car park? Yeah. <laughs> we banged and then... And then Dickhead. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, because poor old Jade, Jade that we said about the second shooter. At least she got some inquiries from it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I said nothing to you guys about that. It was no, nothing to do with me. You left it in. Uh, yeah, pure gym. Shout out, Gloucester. <laughs> in the car park. Yeah. Exchange looked like we're doing a drug deal. Yeah. And then, yeah, got the home. rest is history. Got home, showed Isla, and she was... What was her reaction? You should have filmed that. Yeah, she, she looked pretty happy, to be fair. She did look happy. Why did you put in that face? Because I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah, there's nothing else to tell, really, about. pressure on um, asking Georgie's dad. How would you feel if he didn't, should, he didn't ask your dad? I'd be furious. Yeah, but you're... So Georgie's dad's quite traditional in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So I would have wanted to do that anyway. Okay, so you're engaged. The wedding planning is starting. You're so excited. You can't wait for the wedding. How are you feeling? Um, <laughs> I, th- I think <laughs> I think I, I think I survived on adrenaline for a lot of it. We we well to be honest, we didn't. We had such a busy year leading up to it, with you working, just life in general. Mm. Do you not remember our first conversation about the wedding? Yeah. That wasn't we, good, we was argued, it? Didn't we? How yeah. quick after the proposal was it? Probably. Very quickly, I think. The, 
the Christmas decorations went down and I was sat at my computer doing some work. I don't know, you must have come in and I was like, right, okay, so wedding planning. Brian, you can take like, it on for me. fuck's sake. And, and this, to put some context, is we we do a budget every single month for our personal finances. Mm-hmm. I talk, we talk about money a lot. Mm-hmm. And even even the subject of money to do with the wedding still caused an argument. Yeah. Because our expectations of what was being spent were very different. But equally... Wait, how, wait, wait, how different? Thousands of pounds different. Wait, what did you expect? I'm not I'm not going to do figures because I don't want mislead people. I don't want to mislead people because but, but, I will say that we were very lucky with our wedding that I did I worked for some other people to get stuff for the wedding. We swapped and and things. So I'm not going to say figures because it's irrelevant. But can I have like but that, how many thousands? Ten, a good ten grand different. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I would have, I would have spent a lot more than what Brian agreed to spend. So how did this conversation go? I'm pretty sure you just said how What's much? the budget? Yeah. What was the budget? Um, and he said something and I was like, you joker. And he was like, I'm not spending a penny more than that. I was like, you. But this, I am. But yeah, but from, <laughs> I, I am. from our mates, from, from people we know, from conversations I hear about like even Zoom calls that you have, that's a common thing. The yeah, guy yeah, does yeah. not want to spend much money on the wedding. That's very true. You And also we didn't have help from parents. So it's not like we, we did a were, little bit. Your mum paid for the dress. And my mum bought like my dress. So we did, my we dad had, gave me some money. Gave us some money for the honeymoon. But in terms of wedding budget, it was all coming from us. But again, this we were never going to go into debt for for our, for our wedding. Again, I would have gone into debt for our wedding. Yeah, I wouldn't. That, and for me, that was a moral thing. I would not. I would think thought nothing worse than the day after our wedding, thinking, "Fuck, I've still got ten grand to pay off." Yeah, well, I mean, in hindsight, yeah, you would have been like, it. "Yeah, worth it." Though. But to me, yeah, <laughs> uh, me, I, I, I was one I hell of a party. But a lot of people pay even if I spend another after. five grand on our wedding, but we did it beforehand, I wouldn't even think twice about it because we could have afforded it. As soon as you had an extra ten grand, whacking on a credit card or whatever. But the problem is, as you get close to the wedding, there's bits that have to be paid for. Yeah. I paid for Do stuff for our wedding. No, no, no. I paid for stuff for our wedding that you don't know that I paid yeah, for, I know for our did. wedding, which came from my money. Yeah, but that's a you problem. <laughs> Because because we agreed in amount and we said yeah that's what we're gonna do whatever you do extra that's on you. But it doesn't work like that. As you get to the last like two weeks of the wedding, stuff comes up. Okay, as an experienced wedding planner, you should know that there's a buffer of. You wouldn't let me have the buffer, guys. You wouldn't let me have a buffer. Savage. You wouldn't let me have the buffer. The the figure that you possibly come up that was unexpected for a wedding planner, mate. I'm gonna. I'll tell you what. Should I tell you what? Please do. Would you like me to tell you things? Go on. No, I'm not good at it. <laughs> so the moral of the story no, is we had, we, overestimate your budget, even if it's by 10%. But also you don't realise that other people change stuff, not us. Like who? Just like... Yeah, well, that was the most stressful part of wedding planning. Yeah, we'll come on to that. I think that was not fun. But it wasn't plans that we had. It was stuff that would happen and they'd be like, well, we need to do this. And I'm like, fuck's sake, right, okay. Then we need this. All right, okay. okay. Didn't think about that. So first steps are figure out your budget. And Just, don't argue. No, have the argument. Yeah. Get it out of the way. The I, I think arguing's okay as long as you come to a resolution. <laughs> yeah. I think arguing's okay. I think arguing's <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, as long I as you don't is. agree to go on credit cards. Yeah. yeah. We both understood what... I explained, from my point of view, the pressure that was coming from the industry. 
like I'm not going to hide away from the fact that everybody was expecting my wedding to be very good. Word for word, as Brian said, that sounds like a you problem. Yeah, yeah. But then Brian was being a little bitch and wouldn't let me spend more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I, th- I think if you don't argue, then one of you is hiding something. That's yeah. kind of my view on it. If like, if you just go, yeah, yeah, okay. Like someone's whacking well, someone in the credit card no, 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 or something yeah. like that. Very fair point because I've had a client before and I can full well tell that he is not comfortable with the amount being spent. Yeah. Mm. And anytime money came up as a conversation, he felt super uncomfortable mm. and she put the pressure on him to, yeah, yeah. to make, and that's- That's way the, worse than the, just having a little brief discussion, argument, can, whatever, and then come to a resolution. Because mm. it can put you into a really bad mental state. So if you're putting pressure onto your partner, mm. when you know it's making them feel a little yeah, bit uncomfortable yeah. or you're not even aware of it, that's, that's really but that's, sad. That's where keeping up with the Joneses comes into it massively. And I see it so much like, I'm not in the wedding industry, but I'm so close to it. I can see it that so many people, like for you is a bit different because you work in the industry, but you are still susceptible to it because oh, you 100%. think people are going to be viewing what I'm doing and it can't be shit because X, Y, Z. Yeah, but every, Pe- people, whether you're in the industry or not. That's what I'm saying. Like that, but that's what causes people to go into massive debt for yeah. a wedding. And then that is the start of a relationship, A, in debt, B, resentful. The guy's, the likely way around is the guy's resentful because the girl spent more money mm. on the wedding than he was prepared to do. What a shit way to start your life together, like together. How would you say that couples should deal with when they want different weddings? Because you would have happily eloped. Yeah, I would. I genuinely would have gone to a registry office and had a party. Um, we did do that for the first one. <laughs> I would have spent less on a wedding than we did on our first wedding. Yeah, it's because you're cheap. No, no. <laughs> joking, I'm No, joking. it's really not. I'm only joking. You're not, you're not cheap, you're... I feel like I want this chair to kind of swallow me up. Yeah, I, I, I would have. I would have gone on holiday and spent a third of what we spent on our wedding on a nice holiday somewhere. It's about priorities. It's like one of the first episodes we spoke about, wasn't it? Yeah. What is a priority to you, yeah. to you at the wedding? But you were more than happy to spend money on a drink and a good yeah. bartender. Yeah, yeah. So you blew the budget. Se- on that. Essentially, <laughs> like we joke, like the start of my speech was "Welcome to Georgie's wedding." It, it was like, and I was, and it wasn't because I was just, oh, oh, fine, do whatever you want. I accepted that a wedding was a big part of what you wanted to do in life. Yeah. I don't think there's anything and, wrong with that. And it was an important date for you. So I just kind of accepted that we're going to have to spend money on this. Like, that's fine. But uh, we both had to agree with the amount as close to as possible as we could. Yes, we had to fight. We had to argue. We had to go, oh, no, we're doing this. We're doing that. Compromise, compromise. on certain things. But we came to an agreement and cool. If I, I wouldn't, if I would be sitting here now resenting you, if I just from the beginning was like, yeah, yeah, do whatever you want, and you spend an extra ten grand more than I wanted, than I was prepared to spend, mm. I'd, I'd be fuming at you. And I think there's nothing worse, and I think that is such a common thing in relationships. Yeah, one, one person has some, an idea in the head of what they want, and the I other person just is either too don't. afraid or whatever for whatever yeah. reason they don't push back. All right. Um. So, how much involvement did you want in the wedding day? Like, did you want to be involved? Did you care that like? Talk, let's take money out of it for a second. Like, did you want to be involved in some of the decisions that were being made, or you like, oh, I don't really care? Not really. I, why? Why? Because I, you, I don't. Know, I you don't, don't care. No, yeah. I don't know what it is. I think I, I genuinely, and not to sound in any way like it's a sexist thing, but guys, I think in general, don't think about what it. it might be societal pressure from a young age, but anything you watch on TV, any conversations you have, girls think about weddings from a young age. Mm. I never did. Yeah, there's not an epi- there's not a show called Don't Tell the Groom because it's I'm, just- I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that guys haven't or don't, but I never did. Nobody I ever spoke we like I never spoke to a mate about your wedding day at age 15. Like, oh, what are you going to what are you wearing on your wedding day, mate? Like that's not 
<laughs> and that's not to say that's not something that happens, but it's not something that happened to me. So I, it was never in the fall. <laughs> when you asked, you know, and when we came and had the meeting with Beth and the team here for styling, yeah, that was interesting because I was here. But I, before that, I didn't think about it. Yeah, like, you were I've annoying got, at that meeting because you actually had an opinion. I'm and I was glad like, I've got, he found it interesting. Yeah. To be fair, actually, with us, we speak predominantly to the brides before and then the groom and bride and groom come in together. Mm. And my oh my, do you grooms have an opinion when you're sat Yeah, but I, th- I think it's because generally guys don't think about it. And then when you're presented with some options, options. a guy will go... Actually, no, that's shit, that's shit. And it seems like all of a sudden he's got an opinion. No, 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 that's Obviously nice. Obviously, no, that's nice. Nothing that's nice. That was events. nice. <laughs> um, but no, but then like, what, I think guys tend to be more, On be- better decision-making when they can see something. Visual. Whereas a girl go, has, has visualised it for ages. How much are charge plates? Why do, I'm sure we had a conversation about charge plates and cutlery. And I was like, we're not having silver cutlery. Yeah. When everything is, and you were like, you don't matter, just whatever. So when, so fork, when you say how much, fork's a fork. <laughs> when you say how much input you want about the day, there's some things that I did have quite a strong opinion about, like, yeah. and it was mainly alcohol, which doesn't make you sound like an alcoholic, but it was mainly, <laughs> it was because of my history bartending and stuff like that. Yeah. From outside of looking in, Brian's obsessed with money, money and, and alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only two things I really need. But typically, and being being very like doesn't need you, just need money. Yeah, and alcohol. yeah, yeah. But but and, the, and I feel like this whole episode is going to be quite stereotypical because unfortunately we are a, a different sex couple, yeah. and you're quite a standard male. But the booze and the cost of things are are the bits that, in my experience, the men have discussed. And suits, and suits. yeah, like you I mean, had I don't, a. I don't even know if you can. Well, that's the problem that. when, when girls talk about weddings. They're talking about. I don't know, flowers, tablecloths, things, things like that, that guys don't, guys do not think about. So when, what color so when it, it might right? appear to some people like guys don't give a shit because they're not talking about the what same stuff. What color were our tablecloths? What color? Yeah. Stone. Yeah! <laughs> he looked at the invoice. <laughs> no, it's, but, but that I'm, I would, I couldn't have visualized what the room was going to, even though I saw the table plan, yeah. have worked in the venue multiple times, I yeah. still can picture it. You guys probably could picture it. Whereas when I go, I go, yeah, this is really good. Like, but <laughs> guys, like guys generally don't. So, so when I was planning hard. the wedding, what were you, so would you recommend to, to other grooms to sit down with their partners and say, these are the things that I care about and therefore want an input? Yeah, and it might be nothing, but yeah, I think so. And then these are the things that you can just go mad and do what you want. Honestly, it sounds like a big counselling session, but you need to, it's all about communication. Mm. And from experience, weddings are one of the most stressful things you can do in life. Preach. Having a child was pretty stressful. I feel like having a child is a longer period. Yeah, yeah, it's condensed and it's distilled into one day and it kind of leads up to, and you know it's going to be that day, you know there's pressure, and everyone fucks you around two weeks before, three weeks before, things happen, like for us, our accommodation for Mm. half of our guests pulled out two weeks before, like things you can't anticipate. So like, there's a load of pressure on this one day. If you guys aren't in a good place, like communication wise, and just say, this is the problem, how are we going to resolve it? If you don't do that, it's never going to happen. I would question, I reckon if you ask couples after their wedding, where they where they are on their spectrum of happiness together on their wedding day, it would be pretty low, just because it's been on so, the wedding day. As in, yeah, as in, if you really? had to put Wait, it. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Let, no, 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 no. Let me explain Why? better. Let me explain better. Were you not happy on hold our wedding on, day? Hold on, fuck. So she said right, the day Ryan, before. The day she'd before, she'd get married then. for nothing. Yeah, yeah. And, and she wasn't nothing. happy on the wedding no, 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 day. Let me explain. Do you not <laughs> think, as a couple? As as a couple, we <laughs> the are. The trailer for this episode is going to be what savage. I'm saying, what I'm saying isn't coming out right. 
all of the stress, all of the drama, all of the, we didn't really argue much, but all of the arguments that I know that couples have right up into the lead up of that day on their relationship happiness scale, they're probably here because it's been fucking horrible. Yeah. If you compare them to that day and their honeymoon when they're chilled and they've done it all, they would be much happier okay. after. Well, let so, me ask you then, how do you think you lower that stress? You can't, I honestly don't think you can. You, no, I you, think you can. How? Communicate. <laughs> You lower your expectations as in like, as in... You can't lower your expectations of your family on the lead up to a wedding. Like, because that's the things that made so us, the, not again, even argue together, to but made us sad. Putting, putting the date up on this, like, this has to be the most amazing, best day in my life. Well, well, nothing can go wrong. And then as things start going wrong, everything else starts crumbling because your ideal picture of what your day was going to be isn't what you thought it was going to be. So if you're sat there on your wedding day and you're not thinking, you know, I'm actually getting to marry you know, the person I, I want to be with for the rest of my life and um, I've got my family and friends here, that should, surely that's enough to evoke happiness on the day. I didn't explain myself very well. Uh, on that day, no, I, think I was- explained yourself very no, clearly. I was extremely happy, but the amount of stress and pressure and n- not niceness that we had in the lead up to our wedding compared to now, like now we're like pretty cool and chill and happy and blah, blah, blah. That's how I'm trying to explain it. I don't mean my yeah. happiness on the wedding there, day. There was relief after the, we got married I, in the sense I mean. of like, like, it's finally done. at each other's throats right up until that day. And on the day they're like, hi, oh my God, you think about But I feel like it's because you're facing things you've never gone through yeah. together as a couple mm. before. Yeah. And you're in a situation, like Brian said, it's, it's this one big day that you've spent yeah. all this, you saved all this money for. Like it's got to be perfect. So yeah. you're like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and that's you're never why... in that situation, really. And we had some proper shit leading up to it. Yeah. Okay, so what parts did you find stressful, Brian? Fucking people. <laughs> Honestly, just managing people. At what point, like, so how long were you engaged for? Two, two years, years, exactly. So in that two years, at what point were you like, this wedding's stressing me out? Two months before. So you were yeah. chill, chill, chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our start of our wedding planning was super easy. We knew everyone we were using. We emailed everyone to say, how much is it? This is the date, book us in. We did very little. We would chat, we'd sit and chat about it. We'd be like, what drinks should we have? And it was all so lovely, right up until two months before our wedding. So then at two months before, how were you feeling? Um, probably, yeah, pretty stressed, I guess. Again, we, we were working all the way quite close to to the day so like it kind of all built up towards the end and there was some last but like we left transport way late like that was quite stressful even though i didn't end up resolving it you did so <laughs> yeah. but it was quite stressful to think like something quite important and then the accommodation where a lot of our guests had to pull out so things that things that are in your control but for me it was just it's just family like my like my family has always been pretty chill throughout my whole life but fucking hell like i've never <laughs> had drama at all until you get married like everyone's got an opinion mm-hmm. everyone feels like they're the most important thing i just i never understand people in weddings and it, going to weddings quite a lot working bartending or just being close to it because of georgie i hear it's the same thing for it. it's, it's not unique to me or to georgie mm-hmm. i think it's just people's families i don't know there's something about a wedding that people have something to prove families is competition between each other um I don't know, it's weird. That, that for me was the most stressful bit, it was people. Mm. What a bit of advice would you both give, to, for example, if it was your family or Georgie's family, like being on the other end of it when it's not your family, because mm. I'm sure Georgie had stronger opinions on certain things and she was like, your family, or if it was your family, Brian would be like, well, your mm. family, of course, yeah, like, yeah. how do you avoid going at each other when it's something again it's not in your yeah. control but it's issue. i think the the hardest thing for me is that i know that brian was upset yeah and there's not like so 
your sister couldn't come because she's in Australia and there was issues with passports and blah, blah, blah. So there's, we're, it's not, we're not even angry at her. Like there's nothing mm. to be angry at, but I still can't think either disappointment for Brian, but equally then selfishly, I've got to change the table plan. We've got to uninvite people, which changes mm. our numbers. We could have invited other people. Like it's mm-hmm. just all the little bits that stem off it. Like for me, it was hard because it just happened to be that it was a lot of Brian's side that were kind of like letting him down. Yeah. So then, which is why weirdly that bit of the speech is in, which I think you saw two episodes ago. The st- the a bit in my speech is like you're never alone. If you feel if you feel alone, know. because I know that that's probably how you felt more than anything before our wedding. God, this is a bit emotional. Yeah, I, I don't know. I th- I think I think you just need contingency plans. You need to just be like things could change. Even though you have this is what we're going to do, things might change. And I think you have to if you're a bit flexible leading up to a wedding, you're going to be less disappointed. And also remembering that you're there for each other, like. But it's, it, it's yeah. you do get very sucked into. It's it's really easy to say, and I I wonder if the people that are listening to this that are really close to their wedding will probably understand it more than the people mm. that are further away. But you get so consumed, and it's really easy to be like, oh, it's like all it is is about us getting married. Mm. But at that moment, two weeks before our wedding, that doesn't really. You're not even thinking about that at that point because you're trying to send off final table plans, final thing. Like you've got, and when people start dropping out, we had two people not come, Mm. which pissed us off. We were lucky we could then invite some evening guests, but for other people, they don't have that. So then that would have been hundreds of pounds Mm -hmm. that we just think, do you know what? Fuck you. Like, it's just annoying. It's just rude is what it gets to. When you're doing your own wedding, you think it's all about you, but then you forget there's, you know, Mm -hmm. potentially hundreds of people that have lives to live and plan i mean we had us on new year's eve so maybe you know some of my family couldn't come from like cousins wise they couldn't come because they had other plans you're like yeah you, you forget that yeah okay cool you've got it, it seems like the biggest day of our lives to us because it is mm, but to other people it could just be another day and you, i think you just need to accept that what's going to happen is going to happen as long as like you turn up and get married and your friends and family are there yeah did you ever feel at a point that georgie was dealing with like because we get it a lot where our brides stereotypically will be like we're doing everything. The groom's doing nothing. Like, yeah, but then it, that is stereotypical. That is <laughs> He's like, yeah, but that is the stereotypical. Yeah, you're right. That's the stereotypical. I didn't care because <laughs> George is George is the wedding planner anyway, and she's she's always been the organised person in our relationship. So, did that- she ever use it against you? Uh, no not use it against him but there were many times like, I'm like, doing fucking everything when he'd be like I'm really stressed I'm like you're fucking joking because you had one like drink <laughs> all you had drink. to do was transport and you fucking hell <laughs> yeah but then I think I'm quite easy going with stuff like that anyway like maybe I'm, it's just like again like when you do your list it's like I'll look after that yeah. you deal with that and then that's what you've got to kind of I, I think I think to. I'd advise to, for anyone who's just got engaged to just sit down and have a, like actually have a meeting about it yeah and just quite like, ha- have meeting. quite a formal like but then but then we say that, but then I did give you transport. Yeah. <laughs> I never fully committed to that though. No. He didn't sign on the dotted no, line No, I know. He one. got transport and drink. Yeah, but I only got that because you gave up on it. No, it's because I didn't want to do it. I said from the start that transport is not my ball. It was never mine. Well. No one's balls. No one's you wanted balls. to get married somewhere out on the sticks. You See, wanted did to. Did you hear that? You wanted to. So you didn't want to get married there? Who chose that venue? Us. <laughs> correct I, again that's a key point though I feel like you both have to kind of like agree on it to be like we both made that so like we were talking I was talking to a client yesterday and about a band and they were like well I don't want to say yeah or well, you they don't want to say yeah and they were like well whose fault is it if they're shit yeah like, and I'm like you've both got to commit to it yeah. like it's if you're both not sure then this is not the right I think option. you you made a valid point when we were get when we were planning everything is you were like I trust your judgment on stuff that I'm not really fussed on. So like a venue, although it would be important to you, you would fully trust my judgment that I'm going to choose 
a good venue and therefore you can go with it. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's nothing that I was worried about that you did for the wedding. Mainly, I mean, I'd hope you wouldn't have done anything shit due to the fact that you do it as a job. But um, Was there anything you didn't like or anything you think if we went back, you wouldn't do it? No. No, I know that there's things he would add on. Yeah, like what? Like what? You would add a second videographer. Yeah. To come and get your stuff. Yeah, but we had photos of it, so it's not, it's not the end of the world. It would have well, been nice to have it in the video of... Doing, yeah. Like doing a big cufflinks and stuff like that. That'd be cool. But again, for the cost that is, I would have happily not done it for the cost it was going to cost. You can see yourself doing it in the mirror, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah, yeah, it would be nice if the budget was. What else would then... you add if we had budget left? What else would we have had? What would you have added if we had budget left? Because you're, you're very lucky as a groom that you do actually see a lot of weddings. Mm. Whereas actually other grooms don't see any of it. And so they're probably going in even blinder being like, again, why the fuck do we need gold cutlery? Um, probably a sax saxophonist. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Maybe in the pub bit when everyone's- Yeah, that would be yeah. cool. Other than that, I think we had pretty much everything that we both wanted. Was there anything that you wouldn't have spent on again? No. No, genuinely. I don't think there was Jekyll. anything. Fuck you. Maybe- <laughs> No, because Black we had en- we had enough food. Like food and drink was was a free bar, and we had plenty of food all day. The most like, important I th- I thing, thing for me was the free bar. That was that was our kind of mm-hmm. yeah. we have to. But again, we were in a lucky situation that we bring our own drinks. We do it cheaper than most people probably can. Um, but yeah, that was important, and we spent more money on the bartender. And um, yeah, I mean, we still got tons of alcohol in the garage. So, mm-hmm. so stag do's. Did you have a stag do? Yeah. What's your thought on strippers at Stag Do's? I had four. <gasps> I didn't. It was me. It was me, Jade, Hannah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's a difficult one. Like, it, I'm not very laddie laddie. I have some mates that are like that. And I would, I've been to Stag Do's where there's been a stripper there. And it's awkward. I find it awkward. He texts me the whole time like, this is disgusting. <laughs> and that's not even she, me. She that's, that's not even me being like some whipped, Miss like uh, genu- genuinely. <laughs> genu- it is, it's an awkward thing. Like, okay. Like, um, I think a strip club yeah. is sexier. It's still seedy, than, but it's Because you less... said that they just came they, into the yeah. hotel no, I'd be, room. I'd rather a stripper <laughs> than a strip club. No, absolutely not. Because it was like, no. yeah, but I feel like strip clubs too I felt I felt the, the whole time, I just felt sorry for her. Yeah. I just, I was looking at her going, I'm, I'm sad for you that you have to do, like genuinely, yeah. that's not even me. I actually felt like. But also there's just, no mood lighting in a hotel room, is there? The photo you sent me, it was it, just it literally was, like this podcast was, room yeah, set up. And it's it like, just made me, I mean, this is lighting in here is way better. <laughs> it, yeah, it was quite sad. How do you feel about um, like going too far on a stag do? Like, were you worried that you were going to get no. stitched up? I I thought I would get stitched up more than I did. I, I they got me drunk and stuff, mm. but they could have taken. Wait, much yeah, but more. what's too far? Would you have at some point said I'm not I'm not doing that? Because I do feel like there's a lot of pressure that when you're on a stag do with a load of mates and family or whoever's there, that as a guy the aim is to get you as drunk as possible. Yeah, but I don't think I think that to the is... point where you're uncomfortable. And I feel like yeah, yeah I d- I'm not against the getting. I mean. Get getting drunk. I think that is just that is the tradition. I mean, isn't they it? made I mean, it's you not vomit a great in a tradition, cupboard. But it is a, the what? They made you vomit in a cupboard. They didn't make me. They got you so drunk you vomited in a cupboard. Mm. Yeah, whose cupboard? He thought it was a fire exit. But then there's two there's two <laughs> sides. <isn't it? laughs> 
there's, there's two sides though, isn't it? Like you want to have stories and memories. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to get crazy drunk for that to happen, but you want to do something a bit like, oh, well, you know, we remember this for the rest of our lives and some yeah. funny stories, which we did get. But then there's some people who are way laddier than than me. And, and I think like I would view it too far, like getting people naked or making them cheat on their wife or, or future wife, obviously, which yeah. happens all the time. I don't like it when people like tie people up to like lampposts and yeah. stuff. I think no. it's just like anything cruel, isn't Anything it? long, that'll have long-term lasting effects should not be done. Yeah. You vomiting in a cupboard is, is not okay? going to affect your future yeah. life. Them shaving off your eyebrows is long-term going to, be annoying yeah. for your folks. I don't know. I, I think I think the tradition of just ripping into the groom. Yeah. I think it's quite funny. I I, I don't. I'm not against it. Lad, lad, lad. Yeah, yeah. But, but, then, but then like lads on top. Like, like a group of rugby lads going away. Some yeah, weird different. shit's going to happen. And yeah. like I don't want to be involved in that. I don't want. Yeah, it's not. You they they were good that they picked you up in the middle of the night. You had to wear a white tank top. You had to have. Warm yeah, Stella. it was embarrassing. Like, like, I should. I was. Him. I was ready to be embarrassed. And yeah, I was what pissed at like four in the morning. I love. No, same penis forever, wasn't it? Didn't you have same, to wear that hat? Same vagina forever. Same vagina forever. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, pretty... Um, but equally, my dad was on that stag too. Like, I wasn't worried. You knew, yeah, like it was like... Yeah, yeah. It was never going to be crazy because not none of them were really crazy and your dad was there. So yeah. like, it was never going to be... Yeah. Did it meet your expectations of what you hoped your stag do would be like? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Good. Okay. And it was cool because I didn't know where we were going and then we ended up going to Edinburgh. So it was quite cool to go on a flight and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was, yeah, it was nice. Suit shopping. Did you have a say? Did you know what suit you wanted? Was that one part of the wedding that you were like, that's mine. I'm looking after that. You're having no involvement in it, bitch. Well, I knew. I think I, I knew I wanted a tux, but I didn't, again, I, I don't have that much of a, Georgie picked, I think. I think I took Ward 2, sent you a photo of them and you said the velvet one. No, I came with you. <laughs> I was there, her. I sent you a photo, was it the second time? Awkward. <laughs> Anyway, there was an option of two, and I I really didn't care which one it was because they both looked. We smart. went we went together with my dad, yeah, and and we went to a higher shop. No, we went to another suit shop first. had a had a look around. There wasn't really anything, so we went to this other shop where they because we talked about hiring or buying, and we realised that Brian's never going to wear a tux ever again. So we were like, we'll just hire it. Mm-hmm. And then we went to a shop, and then then with my dad, and there was either the velvet. You tried on some different waistcoats. You tried on, some, yeah. but you're not really a. I, I, all I knew You're was I wanted to that. dress dress smart yeah. in a tux with a bow tie. He did That's what, that, that was that was my low waistcoat. He was like not wearing that. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't want to wear that. Mm-hmm. I, that I didn't want to wear. That's, but other than that, I mean, we spent it was like fifty quid on hiring the, the tux, and it was a really nice tux. Don't yeah, say that nice. you've lied. It was a hundred and something. Just for me, it was fifty quid. No, it wasn't fifty quid. It was, was two hundred and twenty pound for the three. Yeah, for the 50. suit, it was fifty quid. I can assure you, it was. What? And then you added the shoes. Yeah. Uh, but it was two. It was two hundred and twenty pound for three full yeah. things, and you had to get your own shirt, seventy quid, and something else, just so that people don't start messaging me and saying, "Where's the fifty pound suit?" Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a lot. No, it wasn't. Expensive. It was way cheaper than, obviously, than buying. Yeah. Okay. okay. Should we get questions? Are you ready? Quick fire, Brian. Okay. <laughs> uh, what would be a good gift for my new husband? Um, a watch. What the fuck? I think I'm not into watches, but I think gen- generally, nice I think watch. that's a good present. How much would you spend on a groom's gift? It, it's all it's all relative. I I would have been annoyed at George if she spent more than a couple of hundred, couple of hundred quid. Yeah, okay. I agree. Because did did you feel pressure to get me a present? Yes. Yeah, I thought you did. You should have just asked me. I would have told you what to get. 
Yeah, but then that's no, I know. Point. The, no, I know. But I, th- I think as a gen, like a general thing, a watch is quite nice. I wouldn't spend a ton of money on a really expensive watch, but that's just us. Some people, if they've got the money for it, and that's what he's into. I think Do you remember what your presents were? Yeah. Go on. My gold ring. Yeah. Pokemon card. Yeah. <laughs> Armbands. <laughs> for swimming. You have to explain that better. <laughs> yeah, the S- suit, suit armbands to hold your yeah, shirt yeah. up. Yeah. Nice. Mm. what's it like for grooms knowing that you just have to turn up to the wedding fucking brilliant <laughs> how to motivate groomsmen how to motivate groomsmen you're not one to answer <sighs> well, we, I mean yeah I'm not and also I've been to a lot of weddings where groomsmen it's too, it, it depends on your mate doesn't it because we, we did a wedding recently where the groomsmen were fucking useless mm. <laughs> like I was, useless. I was working on the bar and I was carrying stuff from one from uh, where the drink was to the bar and they were sat there getting drink out of the out of the fridge I was putting beer into sitting down and drinking the beer watching me go back and mm. forth and you think like if it's not in you to just go oh do you want a hand mate you can't I don't think you can like and even the groom was like guys can you help him and they just weren't so mm. I think there's some groomsmen that I just like maybe worked in hospitality before and I was like oh, yeah cool I'll give you a hand I think it all comes down to the people do you regret your groomsmen I don't regret the groomsmen, but I would have changed it. I would have added more people in. Because you only had one best people, man. Yeah, but those people that helped and acted as groomsmen anyway. Yeah. Like stag dudes and stuff. But yeah, I think I would have added more people in, but... Was there a lot of pressure to pick a best man? Because you're, and I hope you don't mind me saying it, you're not really like a guy's guy. You're not really like a, you're not somebody that has 50 mates and different groups of friends. Like yeah. we've... It was always like, my, my best man was always going to be my best man in my mind. Mm. so it was quite an easy one like we've drifted apart we've gone close together again we've drifted apart but it would it made sense for me to pick him so Mm. would you ever like you know like we sack bridesmaids Mm. would you ever sack a groomsman on the run-up or is it is it is there not that much emotion in it i just yeah i just i I can only speak for myself there wouldn't have been much emotion i wouldn't have given that yeah i just accept that that person was not doing anything and then either move on or not speaking very much afterwards and realise maybe they weren't that much of a mate. Okay. Um, do you pay for the groomsmen's suits? <sighs> yeah, I think so. Okay. Question. And Georgie may, you can answer after this. Okay. Do you think you helped enough with we- with the wedding planning? Let me ask that again. <laughs> do you think you helped enough with the wedding planning? Um... <laughs> 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 I think I think a lot of guys can't win in this situation because they either oh boo hoo they, they either do they either do more and get it wrong which inevitably is going to happen <laughs> and then they just end up going to go fine you fucking do it which is what's likely going to happen <laughs> or you just accept that it's more important to the woman to generally to for them to go and do it it's easier to just let that happen you were good when it came to like when it came to loading the van and sort no hold on hold on man no. jobs when it came to like <laughs> go time as in we're getting married yeah in but two that's days. my strength in yeah life. you were like right i'm gonna set the bar i'm gonna sort this stuff out. i'm gonna carry everything i'm gonna put everything in the right place you and and i think that you had enough opinion like i wouldn't have wanted much more opinion from you because otherwise it would have just started stepping on my toes and i'd be like oh, it's my it's my wedding i thought you said sucking on my toes then <laughs> he didn't no uh <laughs> But equally, I do think you could have been better when I was having mental breakdowns. So this goes on to my next question. Okay. 
How did you support your wife and help her mental health during the planning process? I mean. <laughs> oh, he's deep when he wants to be. Was your mental health in decline? I would say a few months before it was. Yeah, but was it, I think it was life and then wedding planning on top of it. It was the biggest year of my business that I'd ever done. Brian yeah. had quit his job. There was a lot happening. There was more to it than just wedding planning. Yeah, but there were bits where I was upset yeah. and you were kind of like, what? Just, it's just remember it's our day. And I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think there's much advice I can give to guys for that. I think you just need to accept that. In the, in, in the wedding planning stage, a woman's gonna wanna do it all, but then want help at the same time. So I think, Set that yeah. ba- set that boundary and be like, look, what 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 is he wanting to do? Set the jobs early. I think it, yeah, you have to do maybe... that thing of what do you want? Do you want advice, help, or for me to listen? Because sometimes I just wanted yeah. to rant to you that people were pissing me I, off. I, I, I think a lot of go, it mm-hmm. for us, and I think probably for most women planning their own wedding, is they feel probably alone at some stages that they're doing. You, everything. Do, you didn't appreciate the pressure that was on me, and this is not even to do with me working in the industry. The pressure on a woman on her wedding day is mad. And I just don't think that... Yeah, I, and I, can, I hold that. my hands up. I I don't, but how am I expected to? It's yeah. not... Yeah. From a guy's I didn't hate not. you. But also, again, I would have got married in a registry office. And That's the problem. The That's in the back of his head where he's like, you fucking wanted the big Exactly. Ones. No, no. It, <laughs> yeah, but that is, that is it. Like, that yeah. was... Uh, you. A lot of girls put that pressure on themselves. And I know it's easy for me to just say that because a girl's still going to do it. But if you can try and work on putting less pressure on yourself, then that's going to help. Yeah, but that's like saying, don't think about it. It's all right, don't think about it. <laughs> Is there time for a round of golf in the morning? One thirty ceremony? Uh, you know the answer. Yeah, no, I do, yeah. I reckon, I reckon you could get nine holes in. Shut up. Yeah. Fucking idiot. What time do golf clubs open? Nine o'clock. Absolutely not. Maybe earlier. I have seen it before, and I'm like, "Where is the groom? Where?" When I used to work at a golf club venue, and he was on the golf course, and I had to get a buggy out and be like, "Get in now!" I can see why why you do it because it will take your mind off it in straight. But obviously, if it's going to make you late, then no. Wait, were you pranging in the morning? Were you what pranging? Stressing. You knew what that meant. He's done with the kid. You had again. I think you just, you got let down a few times. That's what pissed me off more than anything. So my expectation of the day before. lowered on the day and not, and not in a bad way, but isn't like, I was like, let's just, let's just do what He woke done. up in the morning by himself. I didn't like that. That's I didn't not, care That's that. not, what, yeah, I, yeah, that, but that's that's not, not what I'd planned for you. No. Oh, you should have said I would have gone around. <laughs> Bet you would. Don't tell us. <laughs> um, Strippers no, here. I could have asked Jade. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Jade. No, that, no. I, I but felt... that upset me. Did it actually upset you no, or not? No, no, genuinely not. Because surely that to you, you just woke oh, up and you're like normal fucking sad. day. No, that makes me sad because it's like, I don't feel like you should ever wake up on your own on your birthday no, and stuff as well. <laughs> but but equally, Brian has never given a shit about that. No, uh, yeah. No, but, that's not But did you... So going back to the golf thing, I liked that you were available in the morning that if we had forgotten stuff, like you had a list of stuff that you had to remember to bring because we'd just forgotten to bring it day before. Yeah. I don't think you could have squeezed in a golf. No, in my situation, no, I wouldn't but you were travelling up as well. Yeah, but but I, if it depends What did on... you do the night before the wedding? Went to our friend's house. Went to, yeah, just had a couple of drinks, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is the most important question that I'm going to ask you and mm-hmm. I need a really good answer on it. How did you manage to get a girl like Georgie? She's so out of your league. <laughs> and so I don't, I don't this. know who wrote that. Yeah, yeah, definitely not Georgie. But her name it? begins with G. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Well, the honest answer is she pursued me hard. No, I did not. I was not interested for a long period you of time. You absolute fucking liar. Um, Georgie, call me out the blue one day. All I will do is ask you one question. Wait, and didn't then we'll Georgie make you cheat on your girlfriend? No. No, I didn't cheat on anyone. But <laughs> We didn't cheat. I had a boyfriend. Georgie went we back to her ex-boyfriend after we first got to take Sorry, are we going to say that you kissed my friend or not? <gasps> and then I was done. And then we were done. You're you going to listen. And then it was Ge- over. And then a few months later, Georgie calls no, me. No, hold on a minute. We weren't together. Wait, what did the phone call say? We weren't together, can she I just was out, say? She was out clubbing and she was Booty like, cool. Was a booty talk- no, it wasn't. It wasn't, but she just wanted to talk to it me. Was a booty she was a booty girl. <laughs> she came <laughs> calling back. Hi, no, Ryan, are you up to? This is actually not what happened. That is what we happened. weren't together. I went, carried on going out with my boyfriend that I was with and happily, like, would have married him. Did you Then you, him? yeah, but only for a little bit. But was that the boy that came around and did your plumbing the other day? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> But then you swapped shifts at work and everything to be around me. So Aww. don't lie. Yeah, we were we were basically boyfriend and girlfriend for a few months. Cute for a few months. No, it was in like two three months. Okay, you're clingy, hun. <laughs> Sum up. So anyway, she pursued no me. wait. I had questions. I didn't pursue you. I did think you were fit though. Do you- <laughs> I want to know how honest you're going to be here. Do you think the groom's parents should share the cost of the wedding with the bride's parents? Um. Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think in an ideal world, everyone should chip in, but it depends on your tradition, your religion, all that. Depends sort of thing. on your family situation. Um, like we don't have families that are. It, it would be yeah. If both sides have enough money to help out, then yeah, why not? Would you be surprised if your family had money and then didn't offer to support? Uh. Yeah. Okay. Um. How do you feel about the groom showing emotion when the bride enters? And was did you feel pressure to react a certain way? I think beforehand, yes. But then on the day, that's you're not you're not really thinking about it. I'd, like, do you remember what you thought? Shit's fair. Tits look great. <laughs> yeah, your tits were out. But... Don't please don't say that. You know I don't like that. <laughs> tits McGee. Did you? you actually think that? No. Like, you promise? Yeah, promise. That was not convincing, was it? No, no. Um, I, th- Great I, think, I think I think you've said this before. It's like you just kind of everything. You kind of zone in. You 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 just kind of focus in on what's happening. So you're not thinking about all the stuff leading up to it. You're worried about that. But then were you? I want an honest answer now. Were you more emotional seeing Isla or Georgie? I would say generally both equal. <laughs> I'll take that. I Did I you feel equal. emotional at our legal wedding or not? Yeah, that felt more real. Really? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. really? it was really, really, really. Yeah. Me and I walked down together. Then I thought that. Okay. As, as I get older, I think the formalities of things mean more, like the tradition of stuff. So, like the actual genuinely doing it, and like this is legal. Mm. She's marrying us, by mama. That felt more like oh, but yeah. See, that didn't. Georgie was there just for the ride. No, yeah. but that and I, I don't. Again, I, you're just gonna cut down this, so I sound like a right bitch for the whole thing. That didn't mean anything to me. The bit that meant the stuff to me was being walked down the aisle by my dad. Yeah, being stood saying I'm, I'm, the words. I'm not I minimizing say. that. That did. That was the our wedding day. Mm-hmm. But the actual formality and doing it properly is in like it was actually. But I suppose legal. that's what marriage was to you, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. The, whole, the whole point of this conversation is you like you exactly. would have been happy with. Like that I said, wedding. I would have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Did you? What did you think of what it looked like? Is it what you expected or not? Again, I had no. Like, Do you not picture it? You built this whole thing up. Like this is what I'm wearing. You chat to your mates. Like you looked amazing on our wedding day. That's not. Uh, I, I had no. I had no ideas of what your wedding dress would look like. Well, you didn't even think about it. 
I knew it'd be white. <laughs> it was ivory, actually. This just sums up the whole thing, yeah, doesn't know. it? I think women typically overthink what you're thinking. You know when they say, oh, what the boy's up to, he's not texting me back, and then it shows them all just like running into a wall. Yeah. Like, it's that. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, do men really not care about the personal touches and styling? Beforehand, no. But that's why you need two people on the opposite end of, of, of the spectrum because the personal touches on the day were really nice and I loved on the day, everything looked nice. And if it hadn't, I would have been like, fucking hell, this looks shit. <laughs> but because because good to know. <laughs> but because it didn't, I'm like, oh yeah, actually in hindsight, really good. Beforehand, I didn't. What I didn't were really your what were your three favourite moments of our wedding? Um speeches I thought were really cool. Yeah. Um doing whiskey and cigar bar was yeah. quite personal because all the people that like went on the stag do, there was a kind of moment for us separately to have a drink, have some whiskey, and then obviously open out to everybody else. So that was quite a cool vibe of the day. Um and then dancing at the end of the night. Mm. I think that final song, like that one picture that Pat took where everyone's kind of like around us. You that, got a bit that, of motion. Right, yeah, bit. I did, yeah. That it's was like a surreal moment, isn't it? Like you're yeah, never yeah. going to be in a room with all of those mm. people again. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like, oh, fucking hell, everyone is here. For I us. also feel like music is yeah. such a good, like it 100%. changes the mood on ever, and it can make you feel really. You sentimental. cared quite a lot about music, actually. Mm. Music, music. You had an. Input I think it's in because that. I've worked a lot of weddings, and it's really obvious when music's either not on or it's not the right vibe for mm. what's happening. And you're like, this could be so much better if, mm. especially working on bars. Um, it needs to be an atmosphere otherwise the bar like if you've ever worked behind a bar when it's quiet it's like it's the most awkward thing in the world like mm. as soon as there's good music in the background everyone's happier and it come, it makes the kind of atmosphere so I think being on that end of it you realise music's important what would be your top three <laughs> tips to give grooms in the in the lead up to their wedding to make the planning and the day the best it can be happy wife to be Firstly, you both need to agree on a budget. And I know we've spoken about this before, but finances are a huge part of why people split up. And I think if you get that wrong in the sort of leading up to the wedding stage, it's going to cause a lot of issues. It might be higher than one person and lower than the other person's expectations. But if you meet in the middle and say, this is what it's going to be and do your best to stick to it, everyone's going to be happier. Number two, you need to compromise on a lot of things. on both sides. I think if you don't really care that much about what styling is going to be like I did, just be there in a conversation, put a bit of input in, but be in a position whereby you're both going to have to compromise on certain things. For us, it was drink from my perspective and for you, it was everything else. (laughs) And thirdly, you need to understand that from a girl's perspective, this is going to be the biggest day of their life. A lot of guys just think it's another day. It's just a piece of paper or whatever but if you understand that actually this is the biggest day of their life you can be more compassionate and helpful on the lead up to the wedding Mm. cute and how do we get jack to propose Mm. stop talking about it no that's that's so that's such a shit answer be the best potential wife you can fuck off i've been doing it for years (laughs) i've been doing wife behavior on girl uh, wife Wife duties duties on girlfriend salary salary yeah (laughs) fuck this i'm out (laughs) Right, sum up the whole wedding planning experience in three words. Ooh. Agonizing. Agonizing. Mm. Explain that more. Ooh. He just wants to use big words. Strong word, 
got his no, dictionary out before this. Because <laughs> there's a lot of anticipation. <laughs> there's a lot of anticipation mixed with happiness, but then also being let down. And I think if you can anticipate there is going to be some letdowns, then that will soften it. This goes back to my tip before where it was just lower all expectations of everything. Yeah. We should have told nobody nothing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> nothing it's, a, it's a weird mixture yeah. of being super happy. This is really fun. This I is feel cool. like the like day there's... before our wedding, we got fucking excited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's when it, it was, was like... like when you book things and you go, oh yeah, this is going to be really fun. Those days are really cool. But then there's also a lot of other days where it's like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Like what the fuck's going on here? So again, like that is true. It sounds really pessimistic, but if you do lower your expectations mm. as in okay, we're going to get married. This is what we want. If people mess us around and only 10 people turn up, we need to be prepared for that. Yeah. Did you... 10 people. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the legal day, would you Would you recommend... I haven't got two tips Sorry, two and three yet. Well, uh, words. I know I'm going back. We'll come back to your words. You can remember agonizing, but would you recommend the legal day to people? Because I try and push, obviously, having a celebrant. But from a guy's point of view, was it just more hassle for you to do two weddings? It's definitely or... more hassle. It is it, like, you can't lie about that. It's, it's more planning. It's more logistics. It's more people have to keep another free dates. Um, it's going to cost more money. But does that outweigh? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like it's, but it was like, it was just a really nice night out that had a lot of meaning behind it. Wasn't it? Like that's, mm. that's kind of what it was. If it I feel it like. Depends. I, I liked having a more personal wedding day yeah so i can see why you push it i feel like we just had such low expectations of our legal ceremony because to, to us it was like we're just gonna go sign yeah but i think you night. had less than i did what you had less expectation than yeah, I yeah i know did. that's what i mean so but that's why that day just totally exceeded all expectations yeah. because our expectations of it were like well we're just going out for a night depends what kind of bride you are isn't it like you're you're extra you want to, everything you do you try and do more than How other rude. people why yeah, but that's that's okay. So that was expected. There's going to be some people who just want a minimal wedding. Would you say I was a good bride? Yeah. I can answer quicker. Oh, that was yeah. slow. Keep that. Well, do you want an honest there, answer? Bro. Do you want me to actually think about my answer? Or? Yeah, to actually think about it. Yeah, you yeah, you were good. Not convinced. No, yeah. I know. Isn't it when you like look to the left or something that you're like, yeah, you definitely looked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was that bad. Yeah, you weren't. I, 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 no, you everything weren't. you're saying sounds sarcastic. Okay, anyway, what, um, two other words, please, <laughs> to describe your wedding planning experience. We just itched our heads at the same time. Do we? Go first. Emotional. I'm not quite, I'm not really an emotional person, really, but there was points where like you think about the meaning behind things. Again, this goes back to like tradition and things like that. Because I'd up until a couple of years before never really thought about what it all meant and why it was important and stuff. When you actually say, oh, my fiance and you're planning when it becomes real and you start thinking, actually, yeah, there is meaning behind it. My wifey. <laughs> yeah. One more word. Expensive. <laughs> oh. No, it is. There's no... Mate, there's... ours was so cheap compared to what it should have been, could have been, would have been. I'm not saying it wasn't, but it's still it's still relative to other expenses in life. It's expensive, isn't it? You were only doing it once. That's how people end up in lots of debt, isn't it? Oh God, it's so boring. You are boring though. with money. No, I know you keep us I, safe, but if if you can afford a hundred grand wedding, do it. But don't don't put it don't put yourself in a situation where it's going to cause hardship. To be fair, since our wedding, we're not now in any. Like we're not financially worse off because of our wedding, yeah. which is quite a nice feeling. It's not about being cheap and spending as little as possible. If it's in the budget and you've got the money for it, fucking go ahead. But as soon as you 
put yourself like that's that's where we had to push back back and forward a lot is you wanted to spend more money somewhere i said actually that doesn't feel comfortable for me it wasn't even about we haven't got the money sitting there it's i don't feel comfortable this spending is that money. my problem this was my problem with it is that we could have spent more but you wouldn't let me it's not about letting I, it's, it's honestly <laughs> it's about feeling comfortable spending that money yeah i know how did you feel about georgie spending more from her own personal account on things because you wouldn't let her do it. I would rather time. she've not done it, but... Yeah, but there were certain things that we had to have. Like? Like? I'm trying to think of stuff I... Brian doesn't get the extras are actually the, the most important parts. But my, my question to you is, yeah. should the extras not be put in the budget? No, because... If you right, know it's going to happen. Let me tell you, and I will tell you this, and I told you this, the same thing. Just because you give a budget, all of the stuff that you have to have for a wedding, food, drink, music, styling, that took the budget. I couldn't cut back anywhere. There was nowhere to cut back on the main stuff that we'd done unless you wanted to not have a band or unless you wanted to not have a free bar. Funny so had a free set bar, a didn't... realistic budget. Then, you wouldn't let me set a realistic budget. You wouldn't let me go higher. Correct. This is where we, this is where we argued because I was like, your, your expectations of the cost of a wedding were totally unrealistic. To conclude, would you do it again? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Mr. and Mrs. Mitchell, everybody. Yeah. It's, it's in, <laughs> as in, obviously, we don't need to do it again. But yeah. Like, no, 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 are you going to marry someone else? Ten year, no... ten year anniversary. I think you should do a New Year's Eve party. I'd love year. to, but we haven't got anywhere to do it. Our house isn't big enough. I, I would care less about other people's opinions on our wedding if we did it again. Do you feel like the wedding's shaped you into a different person than you are today? I feel like we're closer because, um, because, and I think a lot of people have this, is that there's people since the, since the wedding that we haven't spoken to. I think it's one of the hardest things in life, and it is even more heightened when you get married, of seeing your partner be let down by people. Yeah. And that is like, we're, like I wouldn't say we're going through it now, but like I've seen seen it happen with Jack a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. And like... You can see it I hurts, will, yeah. you know, like yeah, when you yeah. people have got such genuine good souls I feel, and hearts, you're like, yeah. Yeah. they don't deserve that. I do feel... And that's hard from better that we're now like the three of us. Like yeah. the wedding made me realise that we've got really good, we've got really good friends and family around us, the people that were there for us. But actually the nucleus of us is us three. Yeah. And actually that's probably what you has come from the wedding. the world. Literally, as long as we, as long as the three of us together, we're fine. Yeah. Mm. But that's what marriage is. That yeah. is what it's meant to be, isn't it? And now I have the same surname. Woo! And I had to get Brian to change all the documentation because I didn't get around to it. You still haven't changed your passport. <laughs> I know I will. We need to do it before the honeymoon. Correct. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I they feel... won't give you all the honeymoon offers otherwise. I know. Well, the we've booked the honeymoon in my married name, so we've got to change it. Mm. God's sake, I'll stop go. going on holiday in between. Um, I feel like we might need to get you back for another episode at yeah, some point. Yeah, I feel like... To do bar Drop. and money. Well, I feel like we need another episode from all of their DMs based yes. on this episode. Yes. Mm -hmm. Go speak to your partners. What yes. are your frustrations? And pop them in the DMs to us and then we'll bring Brian back. Does everyone want Brian back? Yeah, we'll Let do a poll. <laughs> if you want He's Brian back, anyway. go leave us a review. Yes. <laughs> Our reviews, one yes. star review. <laughs> if you listen on Spotify, review five star if you think it's worth five stars. No, don't say that. It is five stars. Well, go be honest, haven't you? iTunes, <laughs> leave a review and, and some, five star. And some words. And so, yeah, write some stuff because we do listen to the feedback. Don't be horrible though. No, yeah, no. guys, can I just say one thing? Please, can you stop calling us fat? <laughs> <laughs>
I feel like we'll talk about on next week's episode, the catch-up episode, yeah. because we have been called chunky monkeys. I swear to God, if you call me fat one more time, I'm not doing I'm it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And Brian, you're gonna have to make me look skinny again. And go on YouTube and subscribe. Does that upset you? What? That people call us fat on there. Do you know how much hate I get online? No, to go, yeah, but you're controversial on purpose. Someone's calling your wife fat. Yeah. Some guy, some, do you know what, some guy did that to us in a car park once and Brian got out and started to, they were going to have a fight. Wait, what? I swear to God, so years ago, I think I just had Isla. <laughs> she was definitely like young enough for me to call it baby weight. And something happened in this car park and they, there was a bit of road rage going on. He pulled into a, you pulled into he a pulled, space. He pulled in, no, I was trying to go into a space. He then pulled, went to pull in front of me and I put my arms up like, dude, what are you doing? As he turned around and put his middle finger up at me. Yeah, yeah. So he pulled into the spot. I then pulled up next to him and looked at him. And then he called you fat. No, no, no. Then you so he Brian then opened my window so that they could then shout at each other, and they were shouting, and he went, "Well, your fucking girlfriend's fat anyway." And I was like, "What the fuck?" And then Brian got out, and then he got out, and then I was like, "Guys, there's kids in the car, let's." And then we had to then walk around. Both both parties went into Toys R Us, and you know when you walk past the aisles and you see each other, I was like, "This is the most awkward I've ever felt." But yeah, good times. Anyway, yeah, yeah, so Brian says, like, share, follow. Stop yeah. calling us fat. Stop calling us fat. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on our episode, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thank, thanks for having me. Go I'm going to go sit over that side now yeah. and uh, produce the rest. Make sure you don't edit it to make you sound really good in, in the thing. <laughs> I'll put fat filters in you and slim filters in me. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Brian. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>